everybody, and welcome back to Man in the Hat Sports Podcast with your host, Luke Nortoon. If you're joining for the first time today, I'd like to welcome you. This podcast is mainly to go about sports news, standings, and my personal favorite, a hat of the day. Before I get too far into this episode today, there's a couple of people I'd like to thank. Number one, my sister Kayla for creating this awesome logo for my artwork and podcast. It's a really nice logo. It's got a dark blue background, which is my favorite color, a nice hat and some stars around it with some text. It kind of gives it that sporty feel. You know what? That's the point because it's a sports podcast. So I absolutely love it, Kayla. So thank you. And also another shout out to my friend George for creating this the music for this podcast as well so I can do some intros and outros. I know it's not done yet, but dude, thanks so much for your hard work. I can't wait to hear it. And now in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of the professional leagues through the NHL, the MLB, and the NFL. And of course, last week I pre-recorded my video, so I missed a couple of huge blockbuster trades that happened. But obviously I had to wait till today to record it, but here we are now, so it'll make time for a better episode. And I'll go over that in a little bit. And so without further ado, let's jump into it today. I'm going to start on NHL. We finally got some good news for the San Jose Sharks. They've been playing on the road and in Arizona since December 30th when they opened their training camp. Some of the COVID restrictions have been lifted in California, so now Sharks can come back and play in Santa Clara and San Jose where their stadium's at. Kind of just what happened with the 49ers, but they couldn't come back. They had to finish their season in Arizona. So a huge shout out to the San Jose Sharks for adapting well and creating an environment where the players can play, obviously. And, you know, their season's record not great. They're three and five on the season, so that isn't that great. And so hopefully a change of scenery can help them come back and get on the right track. Without further ado, let's jump up north into Canada. We got the Edmonton Oilers. And oh my goodness, I've got two players for you that have absolutely set this league on fire. We've got Captain Connor McDavid and winger Leon Dreisaitl. They both lead the league in scoring with McDavid having 24 points and Dreisaitl having 22 points. You think, hey, that's pretty good. Matter of how many games they play. They've only played 12 games. And McDavid's got double the amount of points as games they play. That is absurd and unheard of. And you would think the Oilers are first in the league, the first in their division. They're absolutely killing it. But sadly, they're not. They're a, a dismal 6-6 six and six on the season. And obviously, it's not McDavid and Dreisaitl's fault, you know, for instance, on February 2nd, they combined for an 11 points against the Ottawa Senators. Leon Dreisaitl had six assists and McDavid had one goal and four assists. That's not the issue. The issue is the depth on the team. So I don't know what to tell you. Leon Dreisaitl, McDavid's bunt, they both won MVPs and scoring titles in the NHL and you can't get out of the second round of the playoffs. That's ridiculous makes matters worse. When they drafted Connor McDavid in 2015, they've only made the playoffs twice. So it's kind of sad you got generational talents like these two guys. You're not getting anywhere. It's, it's, just, it's just sad. Hopefully this year the rest of the team can step up. But if not, you know, I'd be looking my way out of Edmonton right now. Those two guys shouldn't be playing on that team that can't take them anywhere. It shouldn't just be them that are carrying the teams to the playoffs. Before I get to the main segment... Let's jump into today's hat. 
Brought to you by the Buccaneers. It's a nice looking hat. It's got a red primary, gray top as well, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers logo. And reason I'm wearing this, as some of you might know, Super Bowl 55 is on Sunday. And it's at Raymond James Stadium, which makes it the first home Super Bowl in NFL history. That's where the Buccaneers play. Tom Brady's 43-year-old. He's still slinging the ball, leading them to the playoffs, leading them to the Super Bowl. It's incredible. This is his 10th trip to the Super Bowl. That is ridiculous. So hopefully he can win ring number seven. I'm hoping they win, actually. Um, but shout out to Pat Mahomes. He's been a great quarterback since he's been drafted. He's won an MVP, and he also won the Super Bowl last year. So it's going to be a good game, but I think Kansas City's going to take it. But I actually had a bet with one of my friends, Tyler. He's like, if Tampa Bay wins, you should jump through the table. And he, I told him, he's like, you're right, I will. If Mark my words, if Tampa Bay Buccaneers win on Sunday against the Chiefs, I'm going to jump through a plastic table. You know, why not? Gives people something to cheer for, right? And, you know, kind of gives that underdog feeling because on paper, Tampa Bay's the underdog, for sure. Hopefully they can pull one out, though, but we'll see. And there you have it, that's how of the day. And now let's go back to the regularly scheduled program. Like I told you before, there's a couple of huge blockbuster trades that happened over the weekend involving the NFL or the NFL and the MLB. So let's go to the NFL first. On Saturday, the Detroit Lions and the LA Rams swapped quarterbacks with Matt Stafford going to LA and Jared Goff in three draft picks going to Detroit. The Rams gave them two first round picks and a third round pick as well. Honestly, that's a lot to give up for Matthew Stafford. Obviously, he's a pretty good quarterback. He's got over 45,000 passing yards. Not too many interceptions, but man, he's played for some bad Lions teams. He's been to the playoffs three times since he's been drafted in 2009 and won 1-0. And on the other hand, you got Jared Goff, who was the first pick. 2016, he's 42-27. and 27. And he's only four or five years into this league. He's taken to a Super Bowl in 2018 where they lost to the Patriots 13-3, but my opinion, easily the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. Probably the best defensive game for sure, but nobody wants to watch defense in the Super Bowl. We want to see offense and scoring, so that was kind of disappointing. But I think Jared Goff's on the rise. Obviously, there's some questions about his play, obviously, but I think there's only upside for him, and now that the Lions got three draft picks out of it too you know obviously I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs next year but I think they can build themselves up to get to that point where you know they can compete and get back into the playoffs you know with this new head coach Dan Campbell he's he's got some motivate motivation for sure explain to this team what they're gonna do you know they're gonna squash their opponents can they're gonna battle you know they're gonna fight to every yard in every minute of every game so it's kind of exciting to hear how much passion is coming out of Detroit. And I hope that the Lions start to do well because they've been bad for so long. But my opinion, I think the Lions won that trade. Obviously, you could say Stafford's a better quarterback, but he's just getting older. And now let's jump into the worst news for me in the MLB. And now I'm a Rockies fan. Obviously, I grew up in Colorado, so a lot of you know that. But unfortunately, Rockies traded one of 
the best, if not the best third baseman in the game today, Nolan Arenado, to the St. Louis Cardinals. Not only that, to make matters worse, they also sent the Cardinals $50 million to help save some money. Like, honestly, that looks terrible. Nolan Arenado's this generational talent. He's been with the Rockies since 2009. And he's won eight gold gloves, four silver sluggers, and, and you're going to trade him for $50 million too? Obviously, they got some prospects back. They got a couple of pitchers and, you know, some infielders, but they didn't get a top five prospect. And it's like, that's what you get in return? How are you going to tell the fans, oh, this is what we're doing, you know? We're going to be a good team. And honestly, they're not. I guarantee you they lose at least 100 games this year. If not more, maybe 105, 110. I just don't see them doing great. But at the end of the day, how are you going to be able to sign the other stars like Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman? And, you know, it's hard for me to watch Rockies now because, you know, the fans deserve to see them win. In the last, you know, 10 years since Aaron Otto's been with them, they've been have an interesting record of 870 wins to 973 losses. Obviously, they've got more losses than wins in those last years, but Arnauto wanted to play for them. And the fact that they traded him is kind of shocking to me. Obviously, there's some contract disputes, and that's not because of Arenado. It's because there's an issue with him and GM Jeff Breidich. It seems like they care more about the money and keeping the GM around, but when it comes to the best third baseman, you're like, You'll ship him off, and that that's because he wanted to do that? I don't think so. It's really disheartening to see that. He's been so good for them. Obviously, I wish nothing but the best for the Cardinals. Obviously, they got huge upside getting Arenado, and they've also got a couple of key pieces too. But Rockies should have gotten more than just five prospects when they shelled out $50 million to get them. They've never spent more than $50 million on a free agent. I think in 2011, they spent $30 million on a three-year three deal to Michael Kadire, who played less than 200 games for him. And they also, in the late 90s, gave Larry Walk, who's now in the Hall of Fame, a four-year deal worth $22 million. You're telling me you couldn't use that money to re-sign anybody yet? Like, all you said is you just get the money off your books? That's ridiculous. But that's what the Rockies chose to do. And now we're going to sit and watch them lose this year. And it's going to be a bad season for them. Guaranteed. Honestly, that's all I got for you today. Obviously, it's not as happy as I wanted to be at the end. But, you know, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. But thanks for tuning in. You can always follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under Man of the Hat Sports Podcast. And also, you can follow me on Instagram at The Myth Podcast. That's M-I-T-H Podcast. Thanks for joining today. Hope to see you guys next episode.